Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Uh, a lot of the headlines uh, that appeared on Boxing247.com's uh, website uh, include things like 18-year-old James uh, Scott turning pro in Dudley this Friday. Uh, the undefeated Sumter brothers uh, who are eager to return, make up lost time. And uh, undefeated Giovanni Centelli throws out the first pitch at the Padres game. Uh, of note, uh, Daniel Dubois is back in the UK after winning his fight against Trevor Bryan on the weekend and winning a WBA uh, heavyweight title. Which brings me to the heavyweight division and, shall we say, the big news of the day, especially for UK fans and with a focus on UK fans, the fact that Anthony Joshua has signed a deal with DAZN, having now left Sky Sports in equal fashion to uh, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom. Let me just take a, a moment here to uh, read a quick little quote from Anthony Joshua himself. I'm entering a new phase in my career with a new training environment, new coaches, and now a new broadcaster. Negotiations at this level take time, so I'm pleased to have it all wrapped up. And now I can fully focus on giving the fans and the zone what they want, knockouts in the glamour division. So that sent me down a rabbit hole with respect to his signing uh, with the zone and what that really means, uh, not just for the heavyweight division itself, but for UK boxing fans, as opposed to, shall we say, US boxing fans. So I found an article uh, written by Charles Brunn, and he says, and I'm going to quote here, DAZN may have made a huge mistake in signing fading former heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua to a huge deal, which they could soon regret after he faces Alexander Yusek in their rematch next August. That's this August. DAZN signed the 32-year-old Joshua to a deal that makes him a brand ambassador, special advisor, and a shareholder for their company. Joshua, who has lost two out of his last four fights and is heading for a near-certain third defeat, will be on DAZN's strategic advisory board. DAZN is obviously making a move to pump up the subscribers in the UK. You could argue that British fans are more forgiving of Joshua losing repeatedly and being a shadow of the fighter he once was than U.S. fans. American fans lose interest in fighters once they're over the hill, which Joshua is clearly showing signs of being. Look at how the U.K. fans haven't given up on Derek Chisora after 12 defeats. When you look at it from that perspective, it makes sense for DAZN to be dumping huge money into signing the fading Joshua. When you look at other sports like baseball or the NFL, there have been countless examples of teams signing players that have had physical problems and they would turn out to be terrible failures. In the case of Joshua, it's so apparent that he's fading. All you gotta do is look at his resume to see that he's on the downside of his career and he'll likely be finished after he faces Usyk on August 20th. Hopefully, we don't see a controversial decision win for Joshua over Usyk because a lot of money is being poured into signing the fading AJ. If you're Usyk, it would be a good idea to make sure you score a knockout of Joshua on August 20th. I mean, Usyk is really up against it with this fight. This fight for Joshua and DAZN is very, very important. It's a match that Joshua cannot afford to lose, so Usyk needs to have his eyes open to what he's walking into. 
it'll be interesting to see Joshua's next move. He loses to Usyk on August 20th. Does Joshua dump his new trainer, Robert Garcia, and blame the loss on him? Or does he hang up the gloves? So that led me to see what Robert Joshua had to say. Robert Joshua, as you know, has taken over training of Anthony Joshua. And he was not in agreement with the way uh, Joshua fought uh, Usyk in their last fight in September last year. As you all know, uh, Usyk basically outboxed Joshua over 12 rounds, and he captured the IBF, IBO, WBA, WBO heavyweight titles and taking place at Tottenham's Hotspur Stadium. And, and most observers felt uh, Joshua made a huge mistake trying to outbox a fighter who many regards as one of the best pure boxers in the sport. Anyways, as I just said, they're rematch is slated for August 20th, take, likely taking place in Saudi Arabia. So Robert Garcia agrees with the opinions of most observers and felt Joshua did not take advantage of his physical gifts. When you have somebody that's a lot smaller than you and you have the weight, height, and reach, and power advantages, then take advantage of that. So Robert Garcia said, it seemed like they had a different game plan. I wouldn't even want to say it was a game plan. Maybe it was just wrong instructions. Anthony's the type of fighter who listens to his corner, so he did what he's told, and it was totally wrong. But the way it looks now, he's listening to us. We have our meetings with him, and he's happy working, and he's hungry again. And he's told us personally that he wants to do it for himself, but for his two. He said, you're going to deserve this win, and I want to do it for you. That's something uh, coming from a fighter that very few like, that very that very few think like. Most fighters think about themselves and yeah, they love their trainers and yeah, they want to win big fights together, but at the end it's only about themselves. He told us this one is for us. Now, keeping in mind, Robert Garcia replaced uh, Joshua's longtime trainer, Robert McCracken. And a lot of people were very confused with that move and a lot of people, including myself actually, had picked uh, Anthony Joshua to beat Usyk given his reach advantage purely. I was wrong. And uh, we'll see what happens as a result. However, uh, let's go back to uh, Daniel Dubois having returned to the UK and now speaking out about his uh, victory over Trevor Bryan. It was a fourth round knockout of Trevor Bryan uh, that took place in, in Miami and came with what they call a secondary version of the WBA heavyweight title. Uh, the belt is not regarded as a true world title, but it does represent the golden ticket for London's Dubois now mandatory challenger in waiting for the winner of the Usyk and the Joshua fight. Um, says, jo uh, says Dubois, this puts me in a good position for the winner of that fight. Uh, it's going to be a good fight. Obviously, I hope AJ wins it. I feel that's a great fight to make. Keep in mind, Ukraine's Usyk is undefeated. He's 19-0 with 13 knockouts. And he claimed the WBA super uh, title, IBF, WBO, IBO heavyweight titles out pointing. Uh, Joshua last September. Anyway, it's interesting to see because a straightaway title shot is hoped for but not expected as Dubois, who's 18-1 with 17 knockouts, could be pressed with making a mandatory title defense of his own while waiting for a shot at the top prize. Why? Because there's complexity in his clogged division. For example, Huey Fury is about to tackle Michael Hunter. Fury's 26-3 with 15 knockouts and Hunter's 20 one and two with 14 knockouts, and they're due to meet in a sanctioned WBA heavyweight title eliminator on July 2nd at AO Arena in Manchester. Fury's ranked number two, and Fury, uh, Fury 
You know, Hunter is ranked number two, and Fury, the cousin of reigning uh, WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury, 31-0-1, by the way, with 22 knockouts. Uh, number four by WBA, Tom Dubois' win over Brian. So the winner will become the mandatory to Dubois' secondary title, though potentially not due until next spring. And that would give Dubois time to make at least one title defense at home, having called out countryman Dillian White, for example, and former WBA heavyweight titleist Joseph Parker among his wish list. It also gives his team time enough to uh, team time enough time to campaign for a much bigger fight. And of course, the win over Brian gets him in the position where the whole heavyweight title thing shakes out with Joshua and Yusick overall. Uh, Frank Warren, Warren uh, Dubois Hall of Fame promoter. Whoever wins AJ Yusick also uh, is the W champion enough to defend against him. Which brings us to Eddie Hearn, the promoter of former two-time heavyweight champ Anthony Joshua, who believes a fight with Tyson Fury will always be there as a major event. Fury, in the aftermath of knocking out Dillian White to retain the WBC title back in April, expressed his desire to retire from the sport. So Joshua will face IBF, IBO, WBA, WBO heavyweight champ Alexander Usyk in a rematch, as I've just said, likely to take place in Arabia. Uh, but this is what uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Hearn had to say. He thinks a fight against Fury is still viable, even if Joshua were to lose to Usyk. Keeping in mind the money now at stake and the money being thrown around in terms of what they think uh, AJ signed for with his $100 million, which includes two fights to be shown exclusively on the zone. So this is, this is big money at play here. So here's what Eddie Hearn had to say. I think the fight between AJ, Fury, AJ and Fury is always there. I mean, I still get questions walking down the street, even today, when's AJ fighting Fury? It's like he's got Yusick first, or has he? So, of course, you don't want to go back-to-back -back defeats, but Yusick is also pound for pound, I think possibly number one right now, Hearn told The Sun over in the UK. Losing to Yusek is never terrible. The Fury fight is always there, but for the undisputed heavyweight world championship, which it would be, it would just be the biggest fight of all time. And I think if AJ beats Yusek, that would be an automatic fight that you'll see in December. Part of the delay in finalizing the rematch with Yusek is Joshua's broadcast status, which now is not in doubt. Uh, last year, Hearn parted away with longtime broadcaster Sky Sports, and sign an exclusive content deal with streaming service to Zone. That deal did not include the broad broadcast rights to Joshua. So when it, while it was initially assumed that Joshua would resign with Sky Sports, it is now believed he'll sign an exclusive deal with Zone, which he has now just announced. So this is where it gets a bit tricky for the whole heavyweight division and the amount of money at stake and the amount of subscribers uh, that the UK might bring to the Zone with the signing as uh, Joshua is now their brand ambassador and uh, shareholder. But moving on in other news in the heavyweight division, because very recently Otto Wallen went over to Detroit, uh, brought over by Dimitris uh, Salida, uh, former boxer now promoter for the heavyweight contender, Otto Wallen himself. He says uh, he's standing firm that his boxer, that would be Wallen, 
is the perfect comeback opponent for former WBC world champion Deontay Wilder. And we know why he's former, because he was pummeled by Tyson Fury and has been out of the ring since last October's knockout loss in his trilogy fight uh, with the WBC champ Fury. So Wallen was scheduled to face Dillian White that same month, but that fight was called off when White withdrew due to a training injury. And he recently returned to the ring with a state busy victory. Wilder is expected to fight before the end of the year. But again, as I've said, he suffered a concussion. And he said he entered the ring on behalf of his daughter to pay his daughter's uh, medical bills, which he's not in a great position to do and likely has done so. Why he would re-enter the ring, possibly having suffered a brain injury, is beyond me. But... I'm here reading from a report on BoxingScene.com, and they're saying Wilder is expected to fight before the end of the year. The opponent has not yet been determined. So Dimitri Salida is saying Wallen is ready and available to accept the assignment. Deontay Wilder is the perfect opponent for Otto Wallen because Otto gave Tyson Fury the toughest fight of his career. That is the fact. This is Dimitri Salida. Deontay Wilder had a memorable trilogy with Tyson Fury. He lost twice and drew. And if Wilder wants to prove that he's truly on his way back to stardom, there's no better person for him to fight with to prove that he's as serious about being back on top than Otto. Otto is moving up in the ratings as a result of his wins. He's fought twice this year, which for a heavyweight of his stature is remarkable. And that shows he's serious about his career. The perfect situation would be Deontay Wilder fighting Otto Wallen, the WBC interim world title as Tyson Fury announced his retirement and is really unsure from what I understand what his boxing plans may or may not be. The reason why I say interim is because Tyson Fury is the world champion, the best in the world. But until he makes a decision, that's the reason why I say interim title because Otto and Wilder would need to be something significant. I've reached out to Wilder's team and made it known that we're available and interested in pursuing a fight with Deontay Wilder. So there you go. There's the heavyweight clog that we continue to mention and continue to bring up. And it's uh, mainly uh, to do with, I believe, the UK fighters who are clogging the division. I don't believe Wilder is part of that discussion or should be part of that discussion. But there is a new crop of great young heavyweights rising quickly through the ranks and soon will be contending uh, for that title uh, as number one. Uh, is it nowadays Tyson Fury? Like uh, Dimitri Salida said, it's to be determined, as Eddie Hearn said, to be determined. Uh, and I think it's all going to be uh, whether or not Anthony Joshua can beat Usyk, but now we just found out how high the stakes are uh, for that fight. And Usyk has to come out uh, with a knockout victory in order to assure his status as not only number one, but probably the best in the world. Uh, as Anthony Joshua says, the heavyweight division is the glamour division. And I think there's probably 16 other uh, number one division title holders right now that would disagree with that statement. But nonetheless, there's a bit of news on today's episode with respect to the heavyweights and uh, how it's all kind of shaking out. And it's still as confusing as it ever was. And as we reported back uh, last December in our conversations with Christian von Sponek, the heavyweight division right now is clogged. It still needs to be unclogged. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Thanks for joining me on Talk and Fight. 
We'll see you later on with Mike Gore and Cedric Ben on Knuckle Up.